Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Coffee with Clemps. I know it's been a little while since we've last done this, and boy howdy, have things changed in the world, let me tell you. Uh, so today I, I bring back a, a regular guest at this point, uh, it is Pat Stares At. Why don't you introduce yourselves to all the people who do not know who you are. Hey shitbirds, I'm Pat. <laughs> well that's just going to get me demonetized in the first ten seconds. <laughs> Oh, what? This? Oh, do these go up on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, well, you know, I... Okay, hold on. Hey, I'm Pat. <laughs> I'm, I stare at... I love to rap, and that is that. You can check me at twitch.tv, Pat stares at, and that's on Twitter also. Amazing. I have a cat. <laughs> All right, nailed it. Um, But if you have me on your podcast, you're going to get demonetized. Oh no, are you kidding me? I, I actually, I don't mind. Again, I swear on my videos so much, and I, for some reason, YouTube just tends to be okay with it. I think it's because I don't swear in, like, the first ten seconds. Where literally it's, like, the first ten seconds, I'm like, hey there, Pat, you go, shit! <laughs> just- oh man, I fucking love uploading my stream shit to YouTube, and uh, I have to go through the new bullshit process where they ask you 35 questions about how many times you say dicks in the first ten minutes of the video. Oh my god. God, I'm I'm sick of I'm already sick of the new uploader. I can't believe they implemented it. It is so much less efficient than the old one. And the fact that I can guarantee you 90% of people who use the new one left bad feedback on the old one. They went, mm, "Well, we'll just we'll just stick with the stick with this shit. Stick with the bad one." Ugh. It's kind of unbelievable. So I mainly do export via Twitch so I get to dodge the first part. Sure. Uh, but then I have, when I turn my monetization on, I have to go, did you swear really bad in the first couple minutes? Yes. Yeah. Is there sexual content? And I like, look, is Paige in the thumbnail? <laughs> and if Paige is in the thumbnail, then you know we're talking about, like, our dicks barfing. Sure, sure. And if so, like, I'll be like, it's romantic talk, like kissing. Yeah. It's... It's romantic. It is. It is. It's. It's baffling to me. Again, I. I guess that's a. Uh, I. I always try my best when I do videos to to swear at least thirty seconds and beyond because they tend to be okay with that for some reason. I'm not sure why. Um, it's why I love Twitch. Guys, follow me on Twitch. Uh, was it Twitch.com/slash/clempstwitch? Please. I. Not that is not the website. What? What's the... It's twitch.tv, dude. Nah. It's not twitch.com. I... That website isn't real. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, twitch.com just fucking goes straight to twitch.tv. Listen, you're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> Hold on, what happens if you type in twitch.com, <laughs> Mr. Cl like, what, what happens? I don't know. Hopefully it will take... Okay, it... it... Wait, what's what's your Twitch name? Just Clemps Twitch. All one word, all underscore. Oh, Clemps... Clemps Twitch. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Like, does it work? I, Let's find out. I was gonna say, is is Pat wrong yet again? We'll see. Uh, I'll go to hell. <laughs> I can't type. <laughs> the irony, of course, is today is the I, this is the third time I've been on coffee with Clemps. Okay, hey, if you do Twitch.com, it totally works. Mm. Ooh, what's that taste? Ooh, what's the taste of success? It's still not the website, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I know you're right. You are right. Uh, but uh, this is the this is the first time I've been on this podcast, and I actually had a coffee earlier. Yeah, you did, and it was really, really loud. I was surprised at how loud. I drink co yeah, coffee machine go bird. You just gotta <laughs> drill the coffee tree. That's one of my favorite new memes right now. The whole oh yeah, it's so cracks me up every time. So funny. It's it's so relatable. 
in any situation. <laughs> thing go brrr. No, you can't. You can't just do the. <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 sums you up to a T. People screaming Big at you. Mind energy. Yeah, people screaming at you to do something differently, and you going, "Ha ha, thing go <laughs> Everyone, you know, I just realized uh, it's literally just like the the uh, MS Paint. Like, uh, it's it's a combination of uh, the Virgin Chad uh, comic. Yeah, in its in its style and format, with the energy of um soap opera bitches screaming at a cat sitting at the dining table oh absolutely i mean it, it it's 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 weird because we've got like two variations right now we've got the dick flattening one which is a classic let me tell you i hope it goes down for many more years and then we've also got the uh the thingo brrr. both classics i've got to say and i i hope they continue on for many years like the uh the i don't know it's really weird seeing a dog make a comeback Wait, really have you not seen Doge? Yeah, he's... I have not. I've not seen Doge come back. Yeah, he's he's like come back in uh, with with like guts. Um, he he's come back in like a very ironic kind of way, where back in the day people's been like, haha, funny dog, you know, ah, like, but now he's come back and he he's. I'll have to send you some later. It's like very specific things which happen in real life, um, so like very relatable things, like um, oh, haha. Uh, so it has like Doug wearing a little like propeller hat, and he's like, "Haha, it w- really was great speaking to you, Steam friend. We'll talk again tomorrow." Yeah, okay, I'll just go do the washing up, and then it's like Doug thirty-seven years later, and the guy never logged on again. Yeah, that sucks. Shit like that. Yeah, that that's happened to me many times back in the day when I used to use Steam for a chat service. Oh, that dude, it's a terrible chat service. It's it's wank. It's no good. Um, I'm like a pretty much exclusively discord now sometimes twitter dms i guess um it just depends on how i'm feeling i just posted a dat boy tweet i'm so proud of you because dat boy you know dat boy was for like may of 2016 yeah like it was that long ago it, it, all, all it reminds me of is that um that that hillary clinton thing uh, that that like mock video did you see that one don't let your memes be dreams that yep, that one. That's all it reminds me of. Um, man, the 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 age of memes—they come, they die, and they're reborn from the ashes like a phoenix. It's beautiful. So, I feel so bad for everyone involved in the production of Metal Gear Solid Two and uh, Metal Gear Rising, because like huge swaths of those games' plots are now like like laugh until you cry ridiculous sounding the memes jack the memes <laughs> it's it's really good in a way i think it's it's made it um age almost charmingly where it's so fucking ridiculous yeah like you have to look at them in the context of the times but then looking at them today it it it's funny and i i love it like when i when i replay metal gear rising which i i do on occasion um getting up to that segment it, it just makes me grin from ear to ear. It's it's just charming. I love it. Maybe I'll be destroyed by your memes, Jack. <laughs> it's so oh, good. Oh man, I don't know, Monsoon. I got a dat boy in here. <laughs> I got a I got a ripper mode go brr. <laughs> it's too much. I got a fucking Ronaldino soccer in in my ass. It's gonna pop out. Your memes flow through me, Jack. Oh man, I, I I I was thinking about this the other day actually. Um, 
would would you ever be opposed like now you know like the modern day of konami which is essentially literally who um would you ever be opposed to them doing like a revengeance too depends who makes it let's let's say hypothetically it's platinum again oh great fine great fine good yeah i agree completely i i honestly feel like at this point just let like don't don't do what was the last one i I remember the last time metal gear solid really had any impact on me is when i went to go and visit you and it was during the time when that that was it called metal gear Survive? survive Yeah, that when I when I went to go visit you, that was at the exact time when Survive was out. It, time has flown, and nobody remembers Survive at all. I mean, I do, but I fucking love remembering old garbage. <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll give you that. I'll give you like, that. Who wants to talk about motherfucking countdown vampires? Nobody. That's who. Mm, I I am gonna bring up Little Town Hero for for years dude, to come. I I fucking. So I will every now and then be like, I'm bored. I'll grind shit out. Yeah. And I'll just put, I'll like hit you or Fox K's channel and just like, sure. just like boop. Your oh. shit will always cycle through because your videos are like 15 to 25 minutes long. Sure. And then sure. I get to the little town hero fucking bit. <laughs> and I always like stop whatever I'm doing to be like, tell me about the is it's clamps. <laughs> tell me about the what's it's. Really? <laughs> that motherfucking piece of shit. Well, the funny thing about that is I... Because that was during the time um, when I was originally going to be doing a Pokemon Sword and Shield video, but there was such discourse surrounding it. And it's really funny, again, because the... Ex- not the exact same discourse around Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, there is discourse surrounding it, but I'd say it's um it's very, it's very different discourse. For, for obvious reasons, you know, and... um. I do think it's funny the more time has gone on with Pokemon Sword and Shield, the more people are like, yeah, they're, they're not that that brilliant, are they? <laughs> you know, like, they're, they're Pokemon games, end of the day. They're not bad, but, you know, it's like you see games like Xenoblade Chronicles Remaster coming out, and then you compare it. Oh, such- dude, that tweet is amazing. It is juicy, my dude. Mmm. Ooh, it's like a sirloin steak in my mouth. It's delicious. Sword and Shield, now that we're, like, far away from it, it feels like it was the game that people like me and assorted other humans uh, (laughs) who really liked one or two Pokemon games were like, oh, man, you know, when they get to, to 3D and make, like, a real game, man, that'll be something else. And so, like, when they announced Sword and Shield, people were like, yeah, ah, ah. Mm. See, again, I feel like I feel like automatically when you said make a good game, you're automatically going to be pissing people. Well, off. luckily enough, I didn't say that. Oh, all right. I said make a real game. Hey, Soul Silver was a great game. Did you play that one? I did. It was the last one that I played and enjoyed. And that, in my opinion, is a is a is a great game. Um, I'd even argue that Black and White Two were pretty great overall um black and white i wasn't a massive fan of but black and white 2 did the uh the persona 5 royal effect you know if they just add a bunch of stuff in and it ends up uh really really solving things but pokemon sword and shield it's such a weird game and i, I will get back onto the little town hero topic but i guess it's you know while we it's a blast of the past who would have thought talking about sword and shield now <laughs> but this is what i mean is that you you don't really see people tweeting about it at all Unless you, like, follow specific circles, you know? It's, it's, it's very, very, it's just strange. Um, 
And they, they have the DLC coming out this month. And I don't want to say I'm not seeing hype for it. But I'll say that. Sure. You know what? You take the blow for me. <laughs> it It's it's just... Uh, I, I, I just want to see them do better with Sword and Shield. Uh, or at least with Pokemon in general. And I think you can definitely back me up on that. Like, hello. Because it, it really, it does it does boil down to a case of, yeah, they're being rushed by, you know, the Pokemon company who obviously want their product out at a certain time so they can do Pokemon cards and stuff like that. And that does, that does kind of soil the end product end of the day. Because as I said, Sword and Shield, it ain't bad. It's playable. I grinded some competitive Pokemon. This did... might be the worst sell on a game ever. <laughs> this, I'm not selling it. I have a buddy of mine who's too positive, right? Right. And everything is he he's just he sees the bright side to everything and it's like frustrating. Mm-hmm. So you'll be like you'll watch something and it'll be trash and you'll be like, Oh my god, that was trash. He goes, Yeah, it wasn't the best and then you'll be like, But this part sucked. And he goes, Yeah, it's it's not great. It's fine, right? Yeah. And like that's the baseline, you can never go below. Sure. I feel like that's where fucking Sword and Shield are at. <laughs> where it's like, hey, I was really excited for this Pokemon game, but it seems like shit. And the response is, it's okay if you really like Pokemon. Well, that's exactly it. Because I, I, I love the Pokemon franchise, but this this game overall is it's kind of mid, like in the, the scale of the games. Um, I feel like all of the 3D games have kind of suffered with that, really. So I watched that video that you put out a while ago where you finally discovered like what your problem with the 3D models was. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing the first like minute of that and be like, oh fuck Plebs, who likes the sprites better? That's ridiculous. And I watched like five more minutes and like, oh wait, no, these are trash. There it is. Yep, exactly, exactly. Um sprites have so much more personality. They are so much more vibrant in color and their animations are cute and quirky. I'm I'm I've got to admit at this point I want them to completely overhaul the Pokemon models. I know that would take a lot of effort, but delay the game by three years if you need to. I just wanna see some fun animations in your in your Pokemon models again. I, I wanna see it. I'd I want a Pokemon game to take me by surprise. No, Clebs, you're gonna get you're gonna get your shitty <laughs> models sold back to you. <laughs> no per game. Pat, how dare you ruin my my perfect vision? <laughs> My positive vision for the future. Man, that thing was like the worst of all worlds because it's like, we're cutting down on the amount of Pokemon so we can increase the quality. And it's like, these look noticeably worse than the 3DS version upscaled in fucking Citra. You hacks. I, I, I'm i not even going to deny that that much, really. Uh, it, it didn't look great. Even the open world, in quotation marks, segment did not look great the other thing too like i mean the graphics are what everybody harshes on but like uh so temtem came out a while ago in early access oh yeah temtem and i think its biggest problem is that it's an early access and it is like a fucking hard rip like it is a rip off like wow right yeah but the one thing that they do really early is they force battles to be on two on two which I initially thought I wouldn't like. Right. Uh, only to discover, like, oh, wow, almost every single problem I personally have with the way Pokemon plays mm-hmm. is the fact that almost every single fight in the game is one-on-one. Huh. Because it is just an infinite scrolling shitfest of, 
Oh, it's a water type. I better get my fucking uh, grass type out so I could just fucking kill it in one move. Well, the more you say that, I, I kind of... I do realize now that whenever I play Pokemon Shield now, because I still do play it, like I do, Pokemon is a comfort game for me. What can I say? You know, I, I like to eat burgers every now and then, and that, that to me is Pokemon. Um, I'm always, like, doing the breeding shit, like, just uh, making, like, a competitive Pokemon, or, like, getting a shiny and getting it up to the top potential. But whenever I battle in, like, the, the tower or whatever, it's always doubles. I never do singles. Singles can suck my ass. Well, the other thing is, um... Uh, fucking the uh, competitive Pokemon's is apparently doubles by default. Well, you never ever see singles in in uh in tournaments. I'm probably wrong there. Like I can guarantee you, people are gonna be like, no, 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 they do singles, but doubles requires you know. Like, I mean, have you have you watched some of the Pokemon competitions they have? Like there is thought going into there. Like you know, you have to you have your um your trap layer, and then you have to have a Pokemon which has a move which can remove traps from the floor. You've got your your trick rooms, so Pokemon with low speed suddenly are really fast. Um, but fast Pokemon are now really slow, and then there are Pokemon which are built specifically for trick rooms. There's like so much weight to competitive Pokemon. They need to just make. They need to put. Please. More, 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 give me more effort into the next Pokemon game, I beg of you. No. Hmm, okay. <laughs> you're gonna come out every two years and you're gonna suck it. I want a 3D Pokemon Soul Silver. That'd be great. Then I'd be like, yeah, sweet, dude. You know, obviously a different game from that, but just, you, uh... You know what? I th- There is a, a feeling that you just evoked in me <laughs> that oh, yeah. I can only think of ever having occurred once, ever, in a different franchise, and that is... What the hell? Like, Soul Silver was a long time ago. Sure was. And it is still, like, uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver are still the ones that I see people going like, Oh, man. Oh, those were the good old days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's a remake of, like, the fucking second game ever. Yeah. And it's like, the good old days are, like, number one, uh, number two, uh, three and four in a series of, like, what, 50? And people are like, oh, if only we could get another good one of those. Just just remake that one. And it reminds me of the story of the Final Fantasy thirteen launch in which in Japan they launched FF13 and the president of Square Enix was there. I think it was Wada at the time. It was Yoichi Wada. Okay. I, I haven't I haven't heard this. And there's a big line, uh, you know, everybody getting the the the, the dev staff were signing the games or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the very first guy in line who had stood there for like 10 hours to buy it was like, he bought Final Fantasy 13. And he's like, hey, pleased to meet you. And he's like, hello, please remake Final Fantasy 7. <sighs> and he took his 13 and left. <laughs> and it's like, FF had like a golden era that 7 was like the height of. Mm. And like 10 and 12 are good, but they're not like, you know, the best. Yeah. And then that, like, everyone kind of felt 13 kind of shit itself before it even came out. Sorry, have you replayed 13 lately? I never even finished it the first time. I, honest to God, think that would be an incredibly entertaining stream for you to do, first of <laughs> nah, all. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I, I've been meaning to revisit 13, because I'm I'm still holding on to feelings that I had when I was, like, really, really young. You know? And I kind of want to revisit it and just just see if maybe my feelings have changed a little bit. Because I remember there were some cool fights in 13. There were some ideas there that I could kind of vibe oh, with. Oh, you mean with the Lassie and the Falsie and the Trudy and the Petupipi and the Scrimbadi, the Flibbidi-dee. 
Uh, yeah, their naming conventions were a little silly, weren't they? Bless them. Dude, that story goes nowhere. Um, I mean, do you know anything which happens in like thirteen two or Lightning Return? Oh yeah, I did. I did fucking videos on them. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember those. And I remember loading up uh thirteen two and loading up thirteen three. And you know what's a really good sign when the setting is completely incomprehensible. <laughs> Interesting. Despite the knowledge of the prior game. Yeah. And it's a different setting every time that just happens to have this character because they reuse the assets and the designer is obsessed with her. Yeah, it that entire arc was interesting with Toriyama and um and Lightning. I don't think I've ever seen a developer stan his creation so much as I have Toriyama. Like if you look back and his presentations are just about her. It's really unique and it's it's worth revisiting again. Toriyama is such a character. And like if you want to believe the rumors, like the rumors that he put posters of lightning up in the office to motivate his workers, that's a rumor, but I believe it cuz it sounds like the kind of wacky shit that he did. I notice you're using all these neutral to positive terms. I would not use these terms. I wouldn't even argue that they're that positive, really. I would argue the dude is like a fucking creepo hat. Yeah, all right. Because <laughs> you, you know what, you know what the turning point was, and it was late too. The turning point was really, really late. Uh. Um, the turn. So FF thirteen is just like, oh, lightning's so much cooler than cloud. Like that is the message of the game, and it's weird. Yeah, it's genuinely bizarre. And then thirteen two is like, oh, but lightning's now the 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 big boss, the solid snake. Oh, she's so cool. And then thirteen three comes out, and she's like. Yeah, Lightning's God, and she isn't she amazing? She can she can dress up in all these clothes. She can, show oh, you can dress her up, and like all the way through that, I'm like, yeah, this dude looks creepy. This seems gross. Not a big deal. But it's uh, when there was like a piece of promo art that showed like here's all the costumes that Lightning can turn into, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like, oh, here's her as a Moogle, or here's her as a cat girl, or whatever. And she looks miserable to be wearing the outfits. <laughs> You're so right! Because <laughs> I'm picturing it, I'm picturing like, it. She has this dead-ass, I don't <laughs> want to be in this costume look on, on all of her You know, that's, that's... <laughs> That's something I've thought for the longest time. I actually don't really have many issues with lightning. I don't. I feel sorry for the bitch. I really do. Fucking, like, oh. like when you're going to draw your OC that you love to be miserable that they are your OC, what is that? <laughs> it's fucking warped. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're so right. God. That's, re- oh my God. I can't, I... I'd love to, like, revisit the 13 series, but I'm kind of holding out, because I'm surprised they haven't re-released them in HD, honestly speaking. They have. Wait, wait, what? They're on PC. Oh, I'm talking about, like, a bundle collection, you know, like, releasing on PS4 or the Switch or something like that. Oh, are you, are you stupid? No offense, but are you, are you stupid? Hey, they released Final Fantasy X and X-2 on the Switch. They did it with- X and X-2 are good! Yeah, I still love They them. were beloved in their time. They were critical darlings. Even 10-2, which is, like, kind of trashy. It's not bad. It, like, I actually mean, like, it's lower budget and kind of dumb. Like, it, it got, it reviewed well. Listen here, listen here, Buster Brown. Look, Final Fantasy thirteen. it sold a lot of copies. You can argue that people hated it, but the numbers speak. I, I can. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Here's, I, honestly speaking, like, um, I think if they re-released it, I feel like it would still sell pretty well. That's just, again, I don't, I'm not a massive fan, but I do believe they'd sell pretty well. Is that based on something, or is that based on nothing? It's based on the fact that it's Final Fantasy, and people love Final Fantasy, and people collect that shit, me included. It's also good value as well, Clemps, isn't it? There's, there's a piece of context that I feel like everybody who's a Final Fantasy fan is missing, unless they've really thought about it. Oh. Okay. So, Final Fantasy thirteen got the worst possible first impression for me, because it was trash, and it was the game I bought a PS3 for. And it came out uh, the same month as Yakuza 3, which I happened to pick up, which was awesome. Ooh. And so, bad first impression. Sure. You're like, oh, Final Fantasy 13, it's still a Final Fantasy game, right? It's, you know, people love Final Fantasy. It's like, do they? Because FF13 came out in 2009. We're up to... We're up to FF16 in my personal mind. I call, like, FF7 Remake might as well be 16, right? And that's 11 years ago. When did you play your first Final Fantasy game, Clems? How old were you? I was a baby boy. I was like seven. I was five, and I played FF1. Oh my god. <laughs> Amazing. And then I played FF6, and then I played etc. And it's like, and I was like, yeah, I'm a child. I love Final Fantasy. Imagine if, I don't know, you were born in the year 2000. Mm. And your choices for Final Fantasy games are 11, maybe 12. 12 is, 12 is big brain. 12 is big brain. And then Final Fantasy 13 comes out, and you're like, oh yeah, everybody tells me this game is good. And that game sucks. And then the second one comes out, and it sucks. And the third one comes out, and it sucks. And then this MMO sequel comes out, and it sucks so bad it nearly tanks the company. And then 15 comes out, and it kind of sucks, too. And you're telling me that re-releasing 13 is like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to get good sales because of Final Fantasy. But, look, here's the thing. Also, I believe that Final Fantasy 13 has been out long enough that there are going to be many people out there who are willing to give it a second chance. And this is their opportunity to get three in one. What a bargain. Get them in, you know, buy them. Play 13 again, why not? On handheld, maybe, we don't know. Play it through again, who knows? Again, I'm not trying to say it's going to sell, like, millions. But I'm trying to say people will buy it. I mean, for example, like, we were talking, uh, my, you know, our good friend, Super Butter Buns. Buns likes Final Fantasy 13. She likes it, yeah. There are people out there, our friends, Pat. And they like 13. 13 has its fans. Maybe not friends for much longer. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> Buns, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I do feel like people will try to give it a chance. Just re-releasing it regardless. Yeah, the only reason people would give it a chance is because they already played through all their games because they're still stuck in COVID quarantine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, oh, that's one thing, actually, guys. We are recording this during COVID to put a timestamp on that. We're doing it through the apocalypse. So that's fun. We're all cooped up and going mad over Final Fantasy. I haven't been outside uh, in 70 days. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Nope. That's redonkulous, my dude. <laughs> what the hell? Jeez. Uh, we're getting groceries delivered and Amazon takes care of the rest and we work from home, so. I mean, that's that's valid, man. Honestly, I can't. I have, I have opened my door, scurried out one foot to grab a parcel. Jeez. Do you have a garden you can go out into and just like, you know? We do. Okay, have you been out in the garden at all? No. Really? Because our neighbors also have access to that garden, and we're like, maybe, maybe they'll, 
Right, I didn't realise it was a shared garden. That's fair enough. Good lord. Yeah, no, I've, I've, been, I've been out a couple of times just to, like, pick up groceries, but I'm always out wearing a mask. It, it, it really is like Bizarro World. Like, you go into a little corner shop and they've got the glass windows up now. Sick. Yeah, it not is. Not sick, like. <laughs> right? Hopefully not, not sick. sick. Hopefully not sick. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it, it's just a weird situation because my, my mum is an NHS worker over here, so it's, um, it's all kicking off, and obviously I can't see her for, for months on end. Um, so, so I'm kind of, uh, I'm isolating by myself, which is a, which is an adventure. All I've got is the cat and she's being a grumpy bastard today. So yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll, it'll blow over soon. That's what I'm hoping. And maybe people re-listening to this next year, they'll go, oh, that was a crazy time, but it's all over and done with now. And we can go outside and skip around, and play with butterflies and shit. Can't wait. Um, but you know what? You know what we did, Pat? We went way off topic, which was talking about Little Town Hero. We went, like, down. Yo, that game sucks! The game is poo-poo, and I hate it. I mm. love, because it's, a, you're, like, you're a pretty positive guy. You always try to do good <laughs> things and things. And then, you, like, that video is just, like, trashing. Oh, yeah, no. There, there, are, there are times where I don't excuse shit. Like, I really, I, I can't excuse what that game does. Um, yeah, and no, yeah, we, we, we really, like, went wildly off topic. We went onto Sword and Shield and then just spiraled out of control into Final Fantasy thirteen for some reason. But yeah, no, it's, it's really weird of Little Town Hero as well, because I, I just did that because I wanted to avoid Sword and Shield discourse. And I was like, well, Game Freak have just released another game. Let's cover that. And it turned out to be a barrel full of trash. So, you know, I thought, well, let's make a video on it. It'll be a bit funny. You know, because I feel like I need that right now. Back in the, back, back during that, I was like, I just want to laugh. I want to have a little giggle. And I did it. And annoyingly, it's the best received video on my channel in absolute ages. It's got so many views. It, it does kind of, because I'm always trying to be positive in my videos and stuff like that. But that is the one video where I'm being... Quit it! Yeah, I'm being there, I'm being like cathartically um negative about things because it deserves it and um yeah no people people really seem to enjoy it so i know i don't want to just like find a game that that is like inherently bad and just cover it and go like game poo poo game poo poo bum bum don't like it i don't know a lot of people have made a lot of success on game poo poo bum bums they really have they really have but i i kind of maybe agn built a fucking empire on game poo poo bum bum you are not wrong. He, he does it very well, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I, I'd be struggling to find another game I can really do that with. Like, I've been playing um Trials of Mana a little bit, and that is a weird game. I've heard, like, every single part of that game is above average to good or even great, except for one thing. That fucking voice acting. The voice acting is, like, grandia levels. It's hilarious. It kind of gives me, like, it is like a perfect remaster of a 90s game, voice acting included. It's this weird time bubble. Like, they remake certain bits where, you know, like in a sprite game, you'd have like two characters standing next to each other, and there'd be like a character right in the middle, because obviously due to grid shit, they, in the, in the remake, they almost remake it perfectly so that like there are characters standing in the same way next to each other, like sprites would. And it, it is a perfect remake of the game including the weird voice acting oh my lord yeah it is it is a really weird game but i kind of feel like covering that might be fun because it isn't it isn't bad um it's really easy which is kind of a detriment i guess you know it would have been nice to have a little bit more challenge but um it, it's it the best thing i can say for it is it, charmingly weird 
Very, very weird game. Again, that might be a fun one for you to kind of go in into blind and just laugh at it. Because, again, it's not like it's bad. It's just kind of goofy. Oh, it's actually it's actually quite good from what I hear. It's just, like, the voice acting is, like, laughable. It's very... Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> it's... It's... Uh, I, I, again, I, I don't even know if it's intentional. And apparently the Japanese voice acting is almost as bad. No shit. I wonder if that was... I wonder if that was part of a direction. So from what I can tell, almost every voice actor on that project is, it, is their first or second role. No shit, really. So it, it, it screams like we used up all the money. Oh. Grab, grab whoever off the street. See, that's, that's charming. I like that. It reminds, like, do you remember, do you remember Grandia? Yes. Do you remember the voice acting in Grandia? Barely, but enough. That's what Trials of Mana is like. And I'm like, oh, the voice acting, it gives me that, like, charming kind of 90s feeling. It's really cozy. Dreamcast into PS2. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is this is nice. Again, like, I, I don't know why this stream is just me suggesting games for you to stream. This stream is podcast, even. Um, but yeah, I feel like Trials of Mana could probably get a few laughs. Um, it's definitely very weird so far. Every character moves really strangely as well. Like, they all look like marionettes. And you know, somebody's got, like, puppeteering strings. They they move like um like moving around normally. You know the way Lalafels in Final Fantasy fourteen they kind of do. You know when they're scared and they like freak out. Uh! They move like that. It's very weird. Like almost like um older Star Ocean animations. It's really bizarre. But again, I I don't I don't dislike the game. I actually kind of dig it. It's just uh it's a perfect remake almost to a detriment because it it like covers all of those. The, all of those cheesy bits as well. It's just, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I guess uh, if if you're out there and you're looking for a new, a new, you know, fun uh, action RPG to play, then pick up Trials of Mana. That's a bummer. You just mentioned it. Star Ocean. The, wasn't the last Star Ocean the one where it had that weird triangular titty wizard? Star Ocean has five games and one of them is good. And it's a bummer because it's really good. Really? I... I've owned I I own two Star Ocean games, and honest to God, I've never played them. Star Ocean is a game I, I series I've never jumped into. Which ones? Um, I have the current one where it has the green-haired, drilled witch lady who wears triangular. She has a weird triangular outfit that doesn't make any sense. Um, I think it's the bad one. A lot of people say it's not that great, but again, I can't comment on it. Um, and I think I own the first Star Ocean game on the. No, 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 it wouldn't be the first. It's a PS2 Star Ocean game. Okay, yeah. D- you know what? Nah. Nah? Like, Star Ocean 2 is good. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Why Why would you say it's So good? they re-released the first one on PSP with the, like, asset quality of, uh, like, a PS1 game. And it, it's just, it's really basic. And it's yeah. kind of, it's nothing special. It's, it's not bad. It's just, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And then the second one is legitimately great. It was it was in that golden era of RPG in like ninety eight ninety nine yeah and it's just really good it plays well it plays like a tales game uh, the story is good the characters are cool mm-hmm. uh, has a really good uh, third act twist etc okay. and then three comes out and three is good for a while and then three has the actual worst twist to ever exist in any series ever. 
to the point where it ruined the the prior two games. You know what? It's been out long enough. Just spoil it for me here. And this is a warning for people listening. Just skip a couple of minutes ahead. Uh, if you if you are worried about Star Ocean three spoilers, but I want to know. I want to know right now. Star Ocean three uh, unveils that the entire universe the Star Ocean games take place in is actually a fucking like a virtual MMO style video game for four dimensional oh, beings. No. And in Star Ocean three, you have transcended your video game origins and kill super god or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> to save the game universe and then four and five never touch on it again wow okay i wasn't expecting that so like the whole series is tainted Ooh. okay i wasn't i wasn't expecting that twist but okay go off like um, it sucks yeah yeah that can work in certain situations, but I... Nah. Nah. I feel like if you do that in the third game... Because it, it straight up goes like, hey, everything that happened, yeah, that's all pointless. Here's what... Here's the real... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. The real meat of a situation. Ha <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of that sound of that. It, it does kind of make like, oh, well, so all of my adventures during Star Ocean 1 and 2 are completely void now. Dope. <laughs> you know what's sick? When you find out that you're an isekai in the 11th hour. I love that. <laughs> um, So, I feel like now is a perfect time to move on to questions that we got from Twitter. And I was going to talk about this one before because it was like the perfect time to bring it up when we were talking about Final Fantasy. But there's a question here from Samuel P underscore 1997. And they ask, how would you both feel about Yoshi P being given directorial responsibility on a possible Final Fantasy 16? Now, for those of you who don't know, Yoshi P is the director of the Final Fantasy 14 MMO. Uh, very talented man. Uh, probably the saving grace right now of um, a lot of, uh, you know, well, hell, I, I'd say he's one of the best you know, directorial people in Square Enix right now, I'd argue. Um, so I guess, he, Pat, what do you, what do you think about okay, that? Okay, Yoshi P's the shit. Let's get mm-hmm. that out of the way. He's a god. He's a god. Genuinely admire the way he was able to pull together a, a bunch of pieces of trash into something worthwhile. And the way that he has managed 14 is fantastic, considering the budget limitations he has, and the staff shit that he deals with, and the fact that he looks like he's gonna die. <laughs> every single podcast. I would say every single stream, bless him. Uh, I would love... For him to direct any uh, non-MMO Final Fantasy project. Because uh, I think he's talented and think he's really good at, at, at bringing a team's like strengths to the forefront. I only have two problems with that. One, that would obviously mean he would no longer be directing a two to three year span of 14. See? I would be wary of. Honestly, Pat, I feel like that worry may be, may be kind of void when you when you remember the fact that N- Namora, uh, he was directing Final Fantasy VII whilst juggling Kingdom Hearts III, I think. Um, so I think, again, like you know how overworked those poor bastards are. Yoshi P would probably be juggling projects. I would say that MMO development is not the same as RPG development. Sure, sure. There's a lot more spinning plates and the plates are on fire. <laughs> yeah, I would I'd would be wary of him coming off the reins because I don't know who would pick them up. 
I guess the question is, again, let's let's talk hypothetically, of course. Um, and the second is, I don't know what we'd put them on. Because, like, 7 Remake is all steam ahead for the next foreseeable 10 years. Um, I mean, again, like, there are so many teams in Square Enix right now. I think there could be another team that could potentially direct a 16. We don't know the inner workings of Square Enix. Like, I, 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 I don't know how or if Yoshi P could juggle something like that. To be completely honest... I'd like Yoshi P to direct 16, but I don't want the man to be overworked. And he already is with 14, let's be honest. I mean, do you remember that one, that one, uh, I think it was a Shadowbringers stream where the audio kept messing up. Oh, dude, I was losing my mind. I felt like all of the years of anguish that Yoshi P had built up was about to come out during that stream. He looked like he could not handle it anymore that was my favorite stream they've ever done because it was an audio bug that had been reported by players for four years oh my god and one that i personally experienced and it was if you turn on an audio source after the game starts the game will not recognize it period and if you turn off an audio source that while the game is running the game crashes (sighs) um and the fact that they didn't know that despite the fact that it was all over the official forums for years and years, and just, like, there was no way to get through to them. It was, it was fucking hilarious. Oh, my goodness. And then that bug got fixed the next week! Mm-mm, that's Finally, they took notice after having Demi experienced it themselves. What do you know? Um, hypothetically speaking, let's just say, let's just say in a perfect universe that, you know, this could happen. Um, I'd love a return to fantasy. Not, like... You know, I, I don't want the fantasy based on reality thing. I'm kind of, I wouldn't say tired of it, but I'd like to go back to, you know, Ivalice, that kind of thing. I'd like to go back to... I was just thinking Ivalice, actually. I think that'd be a good split, a uh, good good setup. I com- Yeah, I completely agree. I'd like to go back to, you know, men wearing armor and political drama in that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, honest to God, if Final Fantasy 16 turned out to be another Ivalice game, I would shit. Um, that would be godlike. Uh, if it was like a, a Yoshi P in fucking Matsuno, is it Matsuno, the director of 12? Okay, it is. Yeah, if it was like a combination, then, oh, that would be amazing. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to burst your bubble here, but like, I, like, I can tell you right now, FF16, you played it a few weeks ago. And FF FF17 and 18 and possibly 19 are already set in stone. I've heard whispers on the wind, arbiters of fate, if you will, um, telling me that they are attempting to juggle 7 Remake with a Final Fantasy 16. That's what I've heard. Again, could be complete, you know, it could just be somebody winding me up. But Part of me would kind of like to believe it. I, I would, because again, as I said, like there are different teams in Square Enix. You have the team working on 7 Remake. The, the last that I heard that was supposed to be the case, back when CyberConnect was going to be doing the heavy lifting on 7 Remake. Yeah, do you remember that? That was... It feels like, a, like an age ago when that was the case. And then, yeah, they just completely rehauled it. And uh, we got 7 Remake today, and it's great. So, you know, happy days. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I guess, as I said, with with a hypothetical sixteen, I would like to go back to a like a like a Final Fantasy nine, Final Fantasy six kind of thing, where you've got like 
cyberpunk elements, but it's relatively fantasy at the end of the day. Um, you know, I feel like Final Fantasy XV, if anything, it, it felt more like Final Fantasy VIII with its world. And we all loved that, didn't we? Haha. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel like... You know, yeah, I, 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 I think I'd be okay with Yoshi P directing sixteen, so long as the man isn't overworked, which he would be. So, I, I would, I would be very hopeful if I heard that. Same. And same, I would same, be same. like, okay, Koji and Soken, Ooh. fucking figure out how to tell the new guy to to handle the shit over at fourteen. Because honestly, I would, I would like to take like a bunch of the F fourteen team and just have them do a single player game. But I don't want my my online baby to suffer. No, um, fourteen is doing great right now. Um, I already can't wait for the sapphire weapon to come out. Oh, that's dude. That thing's gonna be like not even a trial. You know that? Wait, what? It's gonna be like a single player instance. No, have they have they confirmed that? Uh, they have not confirmed it, but they've said that the next patch will. Uh, not contain a trial in the uh, the weapon series. I think the trial will be part of the the fucking anima shit, and that there will be a single player instance oh. instead. And it's like, yeah, just like Sapphire to just get bitched out in a second. Oh, that was something I was really looking forward to because we oh, that's really bummed me out now. Thanks, Pat. Now <laughs> uh, you'll get all you'll get uh, d- uh, emerald and diamond. Uh, uh, I suppose whatever. I can't wait for the 7 remake part where you take control of the giant laser blast it in its face it's gonna be a good time that, that's all the fight's gonna be <laughs> poor sapphire weapon well, what if you made friends with him instead and you get to ride in the sapphire weapon you get to punch Sephiroth in his face <laughs> that'd be great I'd love that Oh, man, but I, I, I don't, did you did you answer? I guess like again, let's hypothetically speaking, what would you like Final Fantasy sixteen to be? Like themes, you know, like world and everything, just stuff like that. You'd like it to be Evilies again? No, I would like it to literally just be Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, dead ass. So, like, I I have been disappointed. Like, I really like Three Houses a lot. I still want. Like, I have not played a single strategy RPG that I liked more than Tactics since Tactics. It is godlike. Um, like, the job system and the CT and the the tone and, oh, man. The story, yeah, just, um, it, it is, it is rich in, in stuff to do. It is so good. Um, I'd love that. I really would. Uh... We're not going to get it in Final Fantasy 16. God, no. Um, that is definitely a dream. Uh, if anything, you know, I mean, hell, it, it, it's so difficult with that that entire, like, spin-off series. Because um, if we were to, were to get another one, would it be a continuation of Advance? Which I know you have very big problems with. I don't even have anything to say to that. I can feel your anger. That's a real monkey's paw, is, is all, you know what, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. It's like, would they be bold enough to just take it all back to the tactics time? I'd love that. I'd love that. Absolutely love it. I think it would be fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's uh, all, these, all these hypotheticals makes me feel hopeful and then uh, just makes me feel, <laughs> makes me feel sad all at, all at the same time. Hope is stupid. We're talking about video games. 
Sure is. We should end hope. Like, this shit is, like, so consistently fucking disappointing. Hey, you enjoy your Assassin's Creed gameplay trailer? Oh, that was... That was so funny. I loved that. Um, The fact that they're, like, really, uh, like... They, like, they started off by kind of, like, defending themselves, and now they're starting to, like, apologize, and it's like, we're sorry, guys, we know we haven't lived up to your expectations, and it's like, oh... You shouldn't have called it a gameplay trailer then, you silly goofs. Like, I have talked to marketers before, and I'm still unable to understand the idea of, like, like, do you have something good here? Then show it to people. They'll get excited. They might buy it! Oh! It's just silly. It's just silly. Alright, so we're going to move on to another question here from at 321continue. Hello there, buddy. Nice to see you again. Oh, hey, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> the sweet boy. Um, what has been the biggest gaming disappointment thus far this year? Okay, so I've got I've got two. Go right ahead. One is my fault, and the other is not my fault. Okay, lay it on me. So the one that is not my fault is Resident Evil 3 Remake. Mmm. That's a good game. It should be a great game. Ah. RE2 Remake is stellar, and even an old codger like me who wanted it in fixed camera recognizes that it is stellar. It is a great, great thing, top to bottom, Mwah, as you would often go and say. <laughs> One of my favorites from 2019. RE3 Remake is just kind of disappointing overall. That's a shame. If you're going to remake something, I mean, there's a lot of remakes going on right now. The number one thing is that people are going to be excited for seeing what new twists you have on that thing they liked. They want the new stuff too, and they want remixes. They don't want everything to be the same, right? But they want to see how you're going to fuck with it. And you play RE3 Remake and you're like, ooh, I wonder how they're going to remake the Uptown area, uh, or the Clock Tower, or the Park. And the answer is, by cutting them out, yeah. Oh. Like, it says a lot that the game is short even for a Resident Evil game. Oh, I'm sorry. A series that is really short. See, I own Resident Evil 3 Remake. I do, but I owned it and then I started to see all of the feedback on it. And it just kind of bummed me out enough to the point where I just don't really want to play. I, uh, I blew through it on its hardest available difficulty in one go including streaming, which was like re talking to chat, reading donations, all that stuff, in, in a single sitting. So if I, I didn't have chat there and I could have concentrated, I probably could have blown through that on hardcore in like five and a half. <sighs> and uh, the replay value, while initially looking good, is weak when you discover that the harder difficulties aren't very well balanced or playtested. Sure. They're just kind of thrown in there. It just kind of, every, everything just kind of feels like, like half finished. <sighs> That's, yeah, that's no good. I, uh, see, again, because Resident Evil 2 Remake, it, it surprised me at how much I loved it. Because um, I'd never played the original Resident Evil 2. Never, 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 never. And so going into this, I was like, I've got, you know, I haven't got any nostalgia for it. And again, as I said in my 2019 video, it turned out to be one of my favorites. It was just great. Um, and so I had no doubt in my mind that Resident Evil 3 would be, you know, stellar. Why wouldn't it be? And 
Yeah, by the by the sounds of it, like you know, from the sounds of you, and um, I know I know Susie's had a couple of things to say here or there. Um, yeah, it just sounded like it didn't really live up to the hype, and that's a that's a damn shame. That really is. So I guess the next question is, what is the other game? So Mandalore recently put out a video on Total Warhammer Two. Put out an hour and twenty minute video, just running down. Hey, yo, this game is cool, and you know what? He's right. Warhammer Two. Total Warhammer 2 is a really fucking cool game. It is a fantastic, gorgeous RTS, like, Total War style, like, management game. 4X thing. With the Warhammer dudes. And they're all cool. Got Tomb Kings and Du Bois and all that shit. And I think I hate it. See, I saw you tweeting about this. I saw you tweeting about it. And I I, I got to admit, like, the... the... Why? <laughs> Why do you hate it? I... Let me take a look. I put 25 hours in last week playing this game. Oh my god, okay. And I don't think I enjoyed a single minute of it. What style of gameplay is it? It is 4X, like Civ. Oh, okay, okay. And then uh, when you get into battles, it is a top-down, kind of slow-paced RTS with huge uniformations like Total War. Oh, wild. Okay, so what about it? What about it? Did you hate? Uh, when I get into the uh RTS sections where the gameplay becomes like RTS with these giant uniformations, mm-hmm. I am stressed out to the fucking nth degree. Right, and like I have trouble keeping track of where units are. I don't really get how I'm supposed to advance units and. Like how how gameplay's supposed to work? Like I, everything just seems very difficult and and like uh, confusing to me. And though though I you know I look up guides and look up tutorials and it's like we'll rush these guys down and do this <laughs> and it's I never feel comfortable. Sure. Like when I you know like oh you play this faction and this faction has like a lot of melee rushers or whatever. Yeah. And like. I'll I'll put the front line down, but then when the line starts to fall apart, I start to become stressed. And just all these little pieces of the management aspect stress me out and cause me to not be able to have fun. And probably, oh. like, if that's a bit too obtuse, the best example I can think of is the game is gorgeous and has super <laughs> detailed units that all fight each other on the ground. So I'll have, like, my cavalry or, like, my lizard dudes, like, charge in against these zombies or skeletons or orcs or or elves or whatever. And it's this huge, bombastic, like, cool thing where, like, dudes are flying everywhere and you'll zoom in and they look like really good character models. And upon doing that, I will have missed that, like, archers or artillery, like, blew up my cavalry on the west flank. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that. Zoom all the way out till the till the point where they're pixels, oh. so that I can manage it. And now it's like, and it's 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 not. It is it is the it is the relationship video game equivalent of it's not you. It's, it's me. me. What has, like, there, has there ever been a game like that? You know what? I think there was actually. Yeah, uh, it was Tales of Abyss for me. I've I've talked about that game before. And as a game, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's a good, have you like ever 
put your toes into the Tales of franchise before? I played Tales of Destiny, and I really liked it. And I played Tales of Vesperia, and really didn't like it. Which was a red flag, because everyone says Vesperia is like the best one they ever made. I am, I, I am shocked, actually, yeah, because I love Vesperia. And I was like, I don't like this. Ah, shit. No, that that's that's fair. I mean, the thing with Abyss that I didn't like, I found every single character obnoxious. I couldn't handle it. Um, it's like the game itself was fine. Like as a game, it was fine. And everyone's always telling me, well, and the other thing as well, the main character is called Luke, and I'm automatically like, why is the only game character that's named after me a dick? <laughs> well, <laughs> like why? Hey, now, calm down. <laughs> Hey. And hey, calm down. Calm down, you. Um, <laughs> and yes. Dude, I can't think of a single main, like game character named Patrick. There's probably some dirty little goblin hiding in a gutter in some game somewhere, and they're like Pat the dirty gremlin fucker. Oh, that'd be great. You you give him like you know, you hand him like little fucking rat droppings. And, he's, yes! and no SpongeBob's pal in the SpongeBob games don't count. Yeah, it's bullshit. You can't you can't do that. That's nonsense. Um, but yeah, the whole the whole thing with like Luke, uh, everyone tells me like, oh, you know, he has an arc, he gets better, and I'm like, when? And, like ten hours in? That's too long. That's too long. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't handle him. I can't handle him for that long. And everyone in the game just seems to hate each other. And I was like, ah, I just couldn't deal with it. And um, I had to turn it off, and I, I sold it. I, I couldn't deal with it. Um, but every it's ev- funny because. Mm. I don't think I don't think I've ever felt that way about a game's story, personally. Hmm. Interesting. It's 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 almost invariably like a gameplay style where, from a big brain, like top-down perspective, I can look at it and go, "This is cool," but then actually doing it, I'm like, I'm miserable playing the game in the way that the game wants me to play. So is is that in the same way? I guess to to like you know put some uh protective guarding on the pitchforks that Vesperia fans are pointing at you right now. Is it a case of you just didn't like Vesperia's gameplay? I just didn't like the way it played. Okay, that's fair enough. Honestly, yeah, because I I, I do like the gameplay, but I think the story is the thing which really keeps me going. Um, I, uh, I thought the story was fine. It didn't really grab me, but I didn't play it that long. And I was just in this thing of like, ah, I just don't really like the feel, the movement, or Not vibing stuff with like it. this. That's okay. Yeah, on- honestly, like, yeah, that, that's completely understandable like i think the tales of game has um i wouldn't say love or hate gameplay like it's i think people love it more than hate it but it's it's definitely for like you know i can imagine people not liking it all that much i really can and it's weird because i was just like singing star ocean's praises which is really similar Mm. um you know what you know the easiest way for me to explain this is and because i i think a lot of people probably had this experience with warhammer i keep feeling like i'm gonna turn a corner and it's all going to click into place. And I'm going to go, ah, now I get it. Yeah. Ah, now I'm comfy doing this and I'm not stressing too much about unit losses. And sure. Um, With Demon Souls, I spent maybe like two separate weekends hating that game. No shit. And like got into it on a friend's recommendation and was like, this game is terrible. <laughs> Why would anyone play this? And then saw it get like GameSpot's Game of the Year that year came out and went and saw people talking about it. I'm like, okay, my friend's not crazy. 
tons of people like Demon Souls, and they don't just like it. They're saying it's the best. Yeah. So let's give it another shot. Yo, this game is terrible. <laughs> I hate it. And then, like, Dark Souls was coming out. And everyone was going crazy in the lead-up to Dark Souls. And I'm like, okay, I'm missing something here. And then I spoke to a friend of mine, and he said, and he told me to look up how stats worked in Demon's Souls. Yeah. And to run this this build that would be really simple. And to just get in there and get to a certain point. And I did that. And then it clicked. Ah. And I was like, oh! <laughs> there it is, right? And every now and then I feel like if I give a game a big enough chance, if I if I try and meet it on its own terms, even if I don't necessarily like come away with it like, oh, I love this genre, right? I'll go like, I get it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And... Like, I, MOBAs is probably the best example of that. Oh, I can't stand like, MOBAs. I like, POTS oh. and then League of Legends. Like, I gave them good shots, and I played a bunch of games. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I enjoy this. It's not my thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember but, back in the day, I mean, with Heroes of the Storm, probably the only MOBA I gave any real attention to. Me and you played that, like, you know, quite a bit. Dude. Dude, the, the fact that your accent makes you pronounce it in the way that I pronounce it for fun what, is cracking what? me up. Heroes of the Mober. Storm. You, oh, Mober. You're literally saying Mober. Mober. <laughs> Hello, Virgil. I'm playing Mober. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like, oh, there's fun things to do here. Right? Uh, and like for this, this type of Total War RTS with this unit thing, I'm like from a outside perspective like yeah commanding a giant warhammer or warhammer 40k army is fucking cool i really like uh the idea of the tabletop never played it mm. uh, i like the old dawn of war games yeah those were cool why was i so less stressed out about the rts that was like way faster than this like relatively slow paced thing and i i'm talking to people who are way into it i have friends that have spent hundreds of hours i have a friend of mine uh, uh, or uh, not a friend sorry an acquaintance that just messaged me like not to shit on him but it's like a random dm <laughs> sure, opinion, sure. you know uh it's like i have 1600 hours in total war it took me like a hundred to become comfortable jeez with with like just like unit management and like what losses you should feel stressed about <laughs> yeah i mean because there are you there are entire armies that are like just throw this pack of units to their deaths like they don't matter. They they only exist to keep enemies stationary for artillery. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and I, and I worry that it is because of uh, my compulsive tendencies that the, the, I the want goblins. to do it perfectly. Yeah. And I think back to playing StarCraft way back in the day. Like, the first time that I beat StarCraft's campaign, I beat it with, like, cheats. Because the idea of, like, losing a million units would stress me the shit out. Yeah. And then when I was a, a little older, like, uh, you know, like a year or two after Brood War came out, I went through the campaign again for real. Mm. But, I, you know, it's just like, I, it's just not clicking. <sighs> it's, it's driving I, I f- me crazy because it's so cool and there is so much actual real enjoyment there that I can see yeah. there yeah. for me that I can't grass i felt like that with um league of legends 
like I, I had, a, I had a, gr a group of friends back in the day. They used to play it all the time, and I, I loved how the characters looked. You know, I, I loved everything about that, and I was watching them play it, and they looked like they were having so much fun. And I'm, I'm watching it, and like my brain turned into just like white bread. I was like, I cannot see the enjoyment here. I really can't. Like, I, I tried to play it. I. I don't know what it was with Heroes of the Storm that just clicked with me more. I don't know what it was. I, I played that for quite a bit. I really enjoyed it, but it was still a case of just, you know, running up the, the lane and then running back and blah, blah, blah. And you've got to do I, I just couldn't. It, I never vibed with me. It never clicked. Um, but at the same time, it's the kind of thing where, as you said, it's, it's me, not you. It just doesn't. It's why when... There are people out there who almost feel guilty that they can't play Final Fantasy XIV because they don't like MMO combat. And I'm like, yeah, you totally. are completely validated with that. MMO combat is extremely, like, uh, you know, like, like, a, like a Marmite thing. You either love it or you hate it. Hey, do you like to learn how to do this perfect grid-like combat system right? <laughs> at the right time? Yeah. No? Then oh go to hell I guess because you're fucked. Yeah, if you have <laughs> any issue with just like like for example with me I have I have a lot of issues with um keyboard placement stuff. It's just due to how like uh my brain is I guess. Um and so obviously you know like uh keybinds and stuff like that and uh my 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 hotbar. Sometimes when I'm doing Final Fantasy fourteen like especially in Savage as well I I I sometimes still have to look at my keyboard. Or sometimes I'm looking directly at my UI because I can't just look at the screen and see what's going on. I I have to like so a lot of the time during fights I'm just watching my my moves, you know, not actually going on. But essentially it's like right, listen to what the person is telling me, you know, move to the left, and then you look at the screen when you start to move. But then when I'm attacking, it's like you just look in on that hotbar, and that, that it sounds dumb, but. I, st I still kind of find that fun <laughs> in you a way. You play Bard, right? Hmm? Uh, I play Red Mage. Play, okay, well, Red Mage, and I know you used to play Bard. I used to play Bard, but then I realized I couldn't play piano, so I stopped. Because Bard and Red Mage have that problem in spades. There, there are, and it's funny because every class has its own goofy little problem, and all of them boil down to, haha, it's an MMO! Mm hmm, mm hmm. Um, the thing with Red Mage is, I feel like it, it is the best class for me in terms of like my play style um because it is very simple as far as its rotation goes it's you know it's a lot of um instant pops you know you you, you do your your spark or whatever it's called your jolt and uh, then you throw out an arrow or whatever and you blah boom you you stone and stuff like that and then you've got a it's, it's just that it's like juggling and it, it's it's red, red mage is a series of conditional rules if x then y then then Y, then Z. Yeah, and it's like, if you mess that up, then rest in peace, your rotation, I guess. Um, which has happened to me on Meanwhile, a few... Meanwhile, you have some, like, the tank rotations are, you do these things in this order, and it doesn't change, and shut up. Yeah, that, that I, I want to learn to do that. I'm currently leveling a paladin. Um, I'm loving it. I am. I think it's, it's definitely the most simple tank uh, that I've played so far, and I kind of like that. I do like the simplicity. Um, but the thing I'm terrified about is going into... Because now, now I'm level 50 as a paladin. And I am terrified of queuing for an alliance raid. Because I've never tanked an alliance raid. Oh, you got that tank anxiety? Oh, hell yeah, I do. 
I've never tanked for an alliance raid, so I'm like, do I look up a guide for something this old? Like, what do I do? Well, the, like, the, the fun thing is, like, uh, almost every alliance raid other than the current one, mm. and um, let's say uh, the last one of the last tier, mm. are all, like, la- they're fucking jokes. <laughs> right, okay. They're, they're fucking jokes. Um, to that, I would say... Uh, well, when you ran those raids, you were paying attention to what everyone was doing, right? Uh, wait, you mean, like, as a DPS? And, yeah, and the answer is almost always no. <laughs> yeah. And for me, the answer is, yeah, I, I knew where the boss was, and I could see the healers popping shit. Okay. So it, it doesn't freak me out quite as bad. Hmm. Um, but, I mean, the, the alliance raids are in this place where it's like, the, like... No, no tank is solo wiping the 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 twenty four man anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just give it a shot. Like tank anxiety is real. Um, I just have like a big thing. I don't, I don't want to disappoint. Not, not much to do about it other than just do it. Though. Yeah, honestly, that's, that's uh, yeah, the biggest problem. Just jump into it. Um, I've got all the Shire gear on. All the classics. Is it Shire gear? Or, no, Ironwork. The iron. Oh, yeah. If you're fifty, yeah, it's ironwork. Ironwork. The 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 be- I think that's beautiful armor, honestly, especially for tanks. It looks absolutely stunning. Um, well, I mean, if you're gonna be doing those ones, like, hey, guess what? Every single raid in the 2.0 series, if you're playing a tank, uh, hey, there's gonna be three enemies. Uh, each tank gets one. Pull them apart. Hmm. Guess I'll have to remember that for the future. That's it. That's pretty much it. Honestly, what I might do, I might just grab a, you know, grab a, a guild mate, a free company mate, and just go, can you just give me, you know, little pointers here or there? Because I feel like once that happens, then I'll be able to take it and learn from it and stuff like that. Um, it's the same with healing as well. Healing gives me the worst anxiety. Like, oh my god. If if I see people die under under my care, oh, it's a horrible guilt. Hate it. It's so what- it's funny for healing because... Um... You're gonna pass a threshold, and the the first threshold is I'm not healing enough. Yeah. All right. Or actually, no. The first the first threshold is usually I'm healing too much. Sure. I'm healing so much I'm only healing. I'm not contributing any damage. And my magic is running, running out, out of MP. Fast. Yeah. Right. Heal it. Step two is I'm not healing enough because now you're comfortable with that, and then you're like, oh, I have time to DPS, and then you, oh, oh I I didn't pay attention. To the tank buster. Oops. Dead. And that's the first 30%. Everything after that threshold is... I healed that motherfucker the right amount. He stood in it. Good. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Healers are some of the most angry people I've seen in MMOs. And it's absolutely hilarious. I, I it's... Have you leveled a healer to cap? Oh, I've leveled it to level 70. And it was infuriating. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. It. Oh, oh. So, the reason I say to cap... Is because the way that old content, the stats works, it's much easier. Even if you're you're it's concurrent. So when you level a healer to cap, when you're doing like the dungeons like two or three from the top, and people are in trash gear and they're bad, and you're trying to desperately like scrape them up off the fucking yeah. floor, it's it's fucking bad, dude. Mm-hmm. It is it is the most infuriating shit in the world. I, I love MMOs. They make me so angry. <laughs> uh, God bless Final Fantasy XIV. I got. I'm still a bit bummed out that Sapphire Weapon isn't going to get a, a trial. That that. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm I'm just assuming. 
I, I guess we'll see, honestly. I like, mean, they did not come out and say Sapphire Weapon's not getting a trial. What did they say he's going to get a trial instead? I think it was the, the fucking... They, they just said there will be a single-player instance, but, like, the... Oh, God. Because I'm going off, like, somebody's foot, uh, uh, footnotes. It's okay, it's fine, letter. it's fine. No problem. And it was it was something along the lines of, like, the the the... The ultimate weapon, the the weapon series will continue with a single player instance, and the trial will be something else. And I I was under the assumption that was probably going to be part of the relic series. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. I guess we'll have to see. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> what can you do? I guess we'll have to just wait and see for when it comes out. And I'm I'm very excited. I feel like Shadow Five Point Three is going to be lit, dude. Five uh Shadowbringers in in general, I am shocked at its quality. Um, the fact that they can do it with I'm assuming like not a, a an amazing budget. Um, God, I'm still thinking about the Ruby Weapon music. Oh, it's so good. So much about you want you want to have the ruby weapon music ruined for you? Was it a big fat taco? A big fat taco? Uh, beef soft tacos. Big uh, beef soft tacos. So beef big. soft tacos. Supreme. Oh, supreme! I thought it was so big. Big fat beef uh, soft tacos. So big. <laughs> now, now you go listen to that, and you're gonna hear why they're the one Clumps was saying, or the one I was saying, and you're like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, I was, fuck. I was, I was listening to it, and I was going out for essentials earlier, and um. I do hate how the lyrics. Uh, I I can't I I can't imagine myself as Superman now, flying all around, <laughs> thinking about tacos. It's so it's good. this thing where the reason I say five point three particularly isn't just oh oh oh, oh sleepy ooh, boy. Sorry, isn't just because of the quality of of Shadowbringers in general. It's because five point three is going to do two things that game desperately desperately needs very badly. Oh, I think I know what One you're talking is, about. Yeah, they're going to clean up two point Thank God. Uh, which is, I'm gonna, uh, Paige is, uh, uh, taking a, like, I've been like, ah, maybe I'll get into it for like a year now. <gasps> Ooh, fun. And, uh, for like six months, me and my pals have been like, they're saying that they're gonna clean up that early game. You should really wait for that. Because yeah. that shit sucks. <laughs> um, and on top of that, uh, 5.3 is gonna, or 5.35, whatever the fuck might mm. be. It'll kick us to our grindy relic stage, which the like in the world that we all live in now, in the new world of COVID nineteen, uh-huh. um, having those relic weapons come out and giving us the really grindy ones that take a lot of time, mm. it's a good time for that. You aren't wrong. <laughs> it's a good time to tell people. Hey, bro, you want to work on this weapon? It's shiny for two months. I'm I'm down. Yes. Yeah. I have time. Yeah, like, was it? Um, they're building on the whole Evilise thing as well, which is really interesting. Like they've got like they got. I I don't want to spoil it, but they've got a character back, and I'm just like, what the? F- <laughs> it, it it definitely is a case of um, they sure do like using those twelve assets, don't they? <laughs> bless them they sure do yeah i mean i guess they've got them why not use them uh it is very funny seeing the bangar with um glistening final fantasy 14 like gloss over their body it looks very fucking weird (laughs) just gloss them up man no one can tell just gloss them up their skin looks glossy their eyeballs look glossy it's very strange and they look very out of place but i love them at least the new mo 
um, are brand new models, and they actually fit into the world really well. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, like they are them. cool. I actually like the the new character they introduced. I forget what her, what their name is. Um, little, little wizard, little wizard. Uh, they live in a little little palace. They were nice. Oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, that one. We're like, oh hello, welcome to my palace, bard. Like, <laughs> it's sounds- they're they're part of the team now. I should remember their fucking name. Yeah, I I am I'm dreading to find out what happens to the Exarch. Um, they they keep on building it up. Like that boy is sick. He's sick. He's gonna be like, what what's wrong, Warrior of Light? <laughs> don't you want my crystal McNuggies? I don't like that. Take that away. And, and you're gonna be like, look, I've got a I've got a ice pick right here for you. All I'm saying is that. The crystal exarch is made of crystal. The crystal tower is made of crystal. What do primals come out of? Big crystals. Gonna get a weird trial with that. I I bet my left ass cheek on oh, it. Oh man, to anybody who knows 14, this will be... You probably already know this, and to anybody who doesn't know, you prob- this probably means nothing. But I think the best thing they're doing for 5.3 isn't uh, the re- anything we've talked about. It's the fact that they have finally just given up and said... No, fuck you. You want to play Heaven's Word? Go do Crystal Tower. Yeah, it's great. I love that. You you, you need to, like, for context. <laughs> that raid series was always weirdly important to not deal with. Yeah, um, especially, especially in Shadowbringers. Um, but at the same time, I think incorporating it into, you know, into 2.0 is, is, is genius. Um, gets rid of a lot of filler. Gives you actual important stuff to do. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great. Honestly, I love it. Um, I wish they'd do the same for the Bahamut stuff, but that's always going to be optional, unfortunately. What can you do? Yeah, it's super weird, because, like, the real ending of the Realm Reborn storyline is in there. Yeah, like, you, you're going to get a lot of people not knowing who, who Phoenix is. There's a fancy fucking CG cutscene locked behind that raid series. Yeah. That a shit ton of people haven't seen. I, I I recommend to you right now, guys, if you play 14 and you've skipped over the Bahamut stuff, do it. Do it right now. Grab some friends. It's, it's fucking easy now. Yeah, you can b- b- breeze through it. Um, Try and do it with, what's that little cat girl's name who gives you all the little shit to do? Um, um uh, Chloe? Chloe. Chloe, that's the one. Yeah, do, you can sometimes get on with the Chloe stuff. Just grab a party, grab some beers, go in there, do it. It'll be a fun time. It's got a great story. Uh, you get to see Alice back when she was a, a more of a bitch. <laughs> it's a it's a fun time, fun for the whole family. Man, I don't know. Yeah, it's always weird going back to that content because like the the change in all those characters, like they all maintain their character traits. Yeah. But now they're all tinged with oh my god, Warrior of Light, your dick is so big. Oh god, yeah, I fuck. Oh, Warrior of Light, I fucking love you. I'm gonna spend all my money. Wow. On this. Oh my god, this. Sword oh my god, you're so cool. Oh my god, I'm gonna spend all of our funds on this sword, and it's gonna be epic. Oh my god, Warrior of Light, what do you think? What do you think? I think of the my funniest sword? thing that like it was one of those things I always got disappointed with in in other like really long running series that that have character power up. Yeah. And fourteen, like does the opposite is uh during that like whole war sequence in uh at, end of stormblood and beginning of oh Shadowbringers, yeah, yeah there's a real feeling of like you have actually gained notoriety as a fixer mm. and like there are generals like Ravon goes up to you and goes we're losing here can you just go make that not happen it's great it is cool because yeah they they know that you are the big dick 
Like, and the thing is, again, it's what I prefer because, like, games like World of Warcraft, which obviously I played for years at this point, um, I, 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 I'd argue they did it much poorly than than Final Fantasy XIV because in World of Warcraft you were a dude, in the Burning Crusade you were a foot soldier, um, Wrath of the Lich King a little, a little bit more important, but again you were essentially, um, you know, you you the characters would acknowledge you. And then it's you were like part of the crew that did an important thing, but you were always part of the crew. Yeah. Tops. And then it's like all of a sudden you're like the the general of the horde in like warlords of Draenor, and I'm like, I don't feel it. I do not feel yeah, you it. You can't do that. Yeah, I don't do feel it at all. I want to be a dude. I liked being a dude. But Final Fantasy XIV sets you up as the big dude pretty early. Um, it's really just about proving to people that you are the big dude. <laughs> and you're never going to be the general or whatever, because that's ridiculous, because you're some guy, right? Yeah. But it's just it's just great that you're, like, hanging out with Raubon, and he's like, yeah, they got this new Freakazoid, the ruby weapon, can you go just handle that? And you're like, yeah. Well, the thing which cracked me up about that is- That's like is the whole that, conversation! Yeah, but it's also <laughs> funny as well, because with the ruby weapon, you beat it, and you're like, that was nothing. And then they go to you, like, yeah, the ruby weapon was so much more powerful than the Ultima weapon. You're like, how much more stronger have I become? <laughs> it's just like... It's like, well, considering it's 2.0 to fucking 4. Point... Wait, four... what are we at? 5.1, 5.2. Yeah, it feels like a, like a fucking One Piece. Like, you know, like we're, like we're Luffy's at the beginning and he's got his like gum gum arms. And then in like part, was it in like after the time skip, he can turn his limbs into metal with Haku and stuff. I forget what it was called. It's like something like that. Uh, he can, like, just wreck shit. Um, he, Luffy can now, like, blink at soldiers and they fall over. I think he he, he did this thing, uh, I forget exactly what it's called. It's been, a, it's been a hot while since I've caught up with One Piece because um, I do this thing where I catch up with One Piece and then I don't read it for, like, three years. So I have tons of stuff to read. And then I'll just go back and catch up. Luffy started off with his big gum gum arms and now he can blink and 300 soldiers will just fall over it's like yeah you don't fuck with me only the people only the people who can do this shit can do but the funny thing is, is that with one piece i almost forgive it like is it's it's still one piece at the end of the day like it's no it's not it's no bleach do you know what i mean i don't think many things are bleach bleach was so weird man i guess we're going way off time. it's also like almost at the end of a podcast and we're just like bleach could suck my ass dude uh, I think I remember hearing somewhere that, like, wasn't there some kind of thing where, like, Bleach is coming back? I forget. So, Bleach is coming back. It will come back to being animated. <gasps> the manga's been done for years. Yeah. Um, but don't forget, no one forget, that Bleach became so unpopular during its animated run that they just stopped adapting it. <laughs> they they did the, uh, was it, it's like a meme now where, um, it's it's like was it oh when One Piece ends, Luffy's gonna have this whack short haircut and becomes a dad, just like Ichigo and Naruto. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, I, th- no. I think it was like they finished one of the arcs and then they were gonna like adapt the next arc, which is like let's go get Eisen or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I think that the phrasing is like, and then their adventures will continue. <laughs> And it's like, fuck, that's embarrassing. Yeah, it sure is. Um, I'm glad Tite Kubo is, like, free of it, at least. Um, I think he's, yeah, he's doing, like, a new project now, and uh, it seems to be, like, you know, people seem to like it. 
and he's got like he's he's free to do whatever he wants. And the thing with Tite Kubo has always had great vision. Um, Bleach when it originally started, like there's a reason why I love that shit. It was great. It was inventive. I loved it. It was you know it was, it was fun. And then it changed into a completely different thing, and that was also pretty cool. And then it just kept on tumbling and tumbling into bigger things. And it, it just got ridiculous. Um, I, you know, it's funny because everybody like shits on Dragon Ball for power creep, like <sighs> validating characters. I think Bleach is like the the ultimate description of why power creep in your fictional story can go too far. I, I remember when Shippuden came out, because um, I, 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 this was back in the day when I used to love Naruto, and uh, I, still, I still firmly believe that Naruto up to Shippuden was pretty damn decent. It was, it was a, good, a good read, and I feel like in a few more years, Naruto's going to get like a, like a little comeback, the original one anyway. And um, Shippuden came out, and I remember thinking, I was like, damn, I really hope this doesn't turn out like Bleach is turning out, and it did! <laughs> And then ninjas ended up getting their power from space aliens. Silly Pat. I literally just listened to, like, Wooly, like, almost commit suicide (laughs) on the podcast this week because he finally found out what happens at the end of Naruto. Oh no, Wooly! And I'm like, yeah, that's his fault. He did that. But to you saying that, like, it's going to get, like, a comeback, I have, like... Uh, uh, Naruto, like a little resurgence. Oh no, I I just meant in terms of like um, like people are gonna get nostalgic over it, and you know people are gonna kind of forget it. Like <laughs> yeah, it's it's astonishing. Like there is way more Naruto post time skip than there is pre time skip. Yeah, like way more, like three four times as much, mm-hmm. and like almost all of it sucks. I was so disappointed when. <laughs> Boruto came out, and I was, and I swear to God, Boruto's sister. I, the entire time, I was just like, Can we, just let me, let me. I want to see it from her perspective. I'm sick of seeing like Naruto Junior. I'm more interested in in like you know Naruto and Hinata's Hinata, sorry, like their daughter, because it's like it's different. It's different. It's a different perspective. Instead, we we just get like brattier Naruto, and I, it, I'm just ugh. And it's like I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it was it was cool. I I wanted to see that, and we did. Never forget the year of filler. Oh my god! Can I just say I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but I love my favorite. Oh, I loved it. I was like living on Twitter when this happened. I was in hysterics when Naruto ended, and Naruto shoves his dick inside Hinata, and they make babies. Oh my god, dude! Oh the the Sakura hate. Sorry, like the the Sakura Naruto hate was so funny so like not only so let's go for some background sakura and naruto are characters so sakura loves sasuke but then they hinted at maybe she would end up with naruto over the course of the series and the fact that sasuke is like a psychotic abusive complete piece of fucking human garbage (laughs) and that sakura is also garbage she's trash led to the situation where it was like it was really obvious that these two characters were not going to end up together like sakura and naruto and yeah people were like no it has to and then like fucking dead ass right at oh. the end they just swerve in time skip like and then naruto married this other bitch that's way better and yeah. much more attractive and they have kids now 
And Sakura ended up with the abusive husband she always deserved, I guess. It, it, um, I, I remember just looking through the Tumblr posts of the Naru Sakura fan base, and it, it was as it, it was literally as if somebody had took their child and just shot it. It was, it, it, it's the kind of thing where it's like, like by all means, like you know, like your fandom and stuff like that, enjoy it. But it was still very funny watching them as if <laughs> it was like the very end of the world because i i was always like like, expand on that it's not just that their child was taken from them and shot (laughs) it's when they went to report it to the cops everyone went yeah good fuck that kid (laughs) i love naruto man it's so dumb (laughs) remember when they got their chakra from aliens good yes dude it was great i love it i learned that literally on monday it was the best shit it was the good shit Yeah, I, I was I was always on team Naruto Hinata. Um, they they I don't know they always, they always suited each other. It was like you know they, the instant they... I saw time skip Hinata, I was like you got you got to hit that. You yeah, know, yeah. It was it was just like you know yeah they were they were just uh, I don't know they were like they were like um what's the word they balanced each other out. You know, and, and I thought it was really cute, and I thought like Sakura just never she always annoyed me from day one. She was always mean to Naruto, and I'm like, don't get me, don't, don't get with that. Like, no, 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 <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, so yeah, it, it ended. It ended. It was perfect. It made me very happy, and um, you know, shame about Boruto and how you know we didn't get uh, Boruto's sister instead. Going through her journey, and we got was it Sasuke's daughter Salad, or Sarada? Is that it? I forget. Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole I think I think the funniest thing that I've ever seen in my life and it's so fucking mean and it's like Sakura is so useless that and awful that she is the only woman in the history of that setting to give birth to a useless Uchiha. <laughs> <laughs> I love Naruto. It's so true. Oh, bless. God bless it. God bless it. You know what? At least it is crazy how you have Bleach, Naruto, and then One Piece still going, still going, they still going strong, still pulling out twists here and there. It's uh, it's, it's it's just just great. Love One Piece. Um, it will always be a show I'll return to. And uh, I remember one. I remember it's the kind of thing where only One Piece can introduce a man in a diaper. With a he's a grown ass man wearing a diaper and he has a he has a binky in his mouth. And only One Piece could make me cry my eyes out at his backstory. <laughs> only One Piece. Where like it turns out that the reason he wears baby clothes was because his uh his his wife or girlfriend, uh, her baby died. And so the only way to see her smile while she's in a catatonic state is to dress up as a baby. I was like, yo. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like people need to be more judgmental. What? <laughs> On what? Like, just sitting there and being like, he tells you that story, <laughs> right? And you're like, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Luffy's like, that's <laughs> Like, you know, you know, don't say anything <laughs> or just like yell at him, just like... Uh, you know what? Mm. Don't get me wrong, it's really sad, but I do kind of like, yeah, Tim Luffy's just like, yeah, it is sad, but you don't have to wear it uh, out. It's, it's no, 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 the X-nay on the Akama name. Yeah, like, wear, wear it inside, buddy. <laughs> wear it inside, don't take your work clothes out with you. 
<laughs> it's true. It's true. But you know what? Oda, he can write a sad story. And <laughs> oh, that's so true. That's so true. Don't wear your work clothes out, buddy. Just wear a suit. For fuck's sake. His name is something like, like, it was something dumb like Mr. Baby. I can't even remember. And I'm like, well, you've got yeah. yourself trapped then, now, haven't you? Get to, you get to the moment where you're like, that's a pretty sad story, but is your girlfriend here with us in this room right <laughs> yeah. now? Just get changed, get changed. And then we'll fight. Feels then, weird. then are you, you're, is it, is it, is the, is, you're just like, ah, too lazy to change. Cause that, I mean, <laughs> <sighs> oh, I love it. No, it's, it's, it's true. It's true. But Hey, what can I say? I still love it. Cause it still makes for a, a fun story. And, uh, Oh, Hey, let me, let me throw some little baby shade. Uh, ironically, on oh, something yeah. here. Um, you just described uh, One Piece being able to write like really just sad and not necessarily tragic even yeah, yeah, yeah. sad uh, backstories and you know things happen like I really like Choppers. Uh, oh or, yeah, like, when great. Chopper shows up, good, good, good. Um, but One Piece is also like laughably zany, yeah, and positive and like ha woohoo yeah you know like you know uplifting and like you know just like fun adventures. Oh yeah, you ca you can't be a straw hat unless you've had trauma. I I have become older and seen many medias, mm. and I have become very tired, mm. particularly in video games, <gasps> because it is just hitting us now of, like, you know what's really deep? Misery. Okay. And, like, the absolute nth degree of human suffering. You couldn't be talking about a potential game. You know what you really mean? makes people feel things? Oh. Horrible, horrible, nonstop tragedy. Mm, I feel like you might be referring to a certain, a certain game which recently just. Got and it a, just yeah. feels so fucking forced. You are, and lame. yeah. I mean, what, let's let's set our employees down. Let's put on you know, ten hours of snuff. Um, you know, make make them really ready for work, and then just you know animate it for us to enjoy, to enjoy. You know what we should do. You know what we should do. Go on, Pat. We should have a game yeah? in which people are really excited because they're finally getting like a, like a really prominent rep for their particular uh, race or creed or sexuality, mm -hmm. right? And then let's have the game release like in that group's special month. Mm -hmm. And then let's animate them getting their shit beaten in. Over and over. Hmm, I don't think that's a good idea, Pat. I think, I think that would be super <laughs> if we had a really prominent character have their game released during a fancy month for a special group of people. And then just have somebody just kick the shit out of them for hours. I think that sounds that like... Would, that, would, that would really make people feel things, wouldn't it? Pat, I think that sounds like one of the worst ideas I've heard in a long time, <laughs> Sounds awful. Let's delay the game so that it totally. Okay, you know what? All right, I'm done. <laughs> it's baby shade. It's not even baby shade, man. It's completely true. Oh my god! What a what there's a... a lot of Last of Us shade going around, and there's two types of shade. One is the one which I was just going through, yeah. which is like, fuck off, right, like, right. And the and the other is. Like it's like, look how progressive we are to include these characters so that they can die. 
Um, uh, what, what's it called? Bury the Gays, I think it's the trope. I haven't heard that one before, but I believe it. It's basically gay characters in a story can't be happy. Like, their their loved ones must die. Oh, boy. Something must ha- bad happen to them because, oh, yeah. You can't just be in a happy... Yeah, you can't just be in a happy relationship. And then the second one is like... the it, it, like You remember Spec Ops The Line? I do. I'm actually playing that on, uh, uh, on stream now. Spec now. Ops The Line is really good. Uh, don't don't spoil um, the big thing. Just say that a sad thing happens. No, uh, Spec Ops: The Line is really good, mm-hmm. and it is it is really good, particularly in its context of uh, mindless, shitty third person shooters that take place in like the Middle East. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It would would have no thought about their setting at all. Sure, right? Just just like yeah, bad guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, but it started. It, it like invented a story trope in video games that has been like really badly used since mm. which is hey bro you want to beat that level yeah i do okay well you're gonna have to drown this baby <laughs> what i don't i don't want to that's horrible no no man <laughs> You got you gotta drown the baby. I don't want to drown. I don't want to do. You can't keep playing the game. I just want to keep playing the game unless you drown this baby. Pat, I want to get twenty thousand gamer score. I don't really want to do that. If I'm honest, mate. All right, well you can hit the A button to drown baby. (laughs) I don't want to do that, Pat. Okay, well you're gonna do it. You're gonna hit the button. Okay, Clemps, you've now drowned the baby. I feel horrible. Don't you feel really bad? You know what I do. At the thing that you chose to do, <laughs> you monster. You horrible human being. You piece it, of it, trash. It is, it is like, like, I don't know. It's, it's the fucking latest What if thing you the are the villains? Question mark? Like, Think like. emoji? Hey, there's, there's this series of games that deals with complicated feel-bad emotions Clemps, you might be familiar with them. Tell me more. And mm. the whole point is that they don't just sucker punch you with like, oh, it's so horrible. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. They let you enjoy it in ignorance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then later pull the rug out from under you. Correct. It's a good way to do it. And it's so much more effective mm. because they don't... Uh, it's like Skinner Box misery. Yeah. And it's like, you're sitting there going... Oh, cool! We're gonna design this thing, and then the people playing the game—they're gonna feel like really bad, and they're gonna like want to throw up. And I'm like, mm, sick, mm. awesome, exciting. I've got to admit, yeah, like it's, it's just hearing all the interviews over him. I'm not gonna get into it. I feel like everyone has at this point. It's just like I—I th- I th- I don't think I've ever wanted to play a game less. Oh yeah, yeah, and it sucks because I really like the way Last of Us plays. Sure, like, I, I really enjoy that gameplay, and every interview has been like, "We want to make it so that the player is like physically ill and miserable when they play the gameplay." I'd rather play Doom Eternal. <laughs> that makes me feel great. It's okay. So <laughs> I have not personally read the interview, but people have told me about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a really good contrast mm. between the 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 like the graphics people on Last of Us talking about how. Yeah, we watched like snuff videos and stabbing attacks Jesus so that we could Christ. really see how uncomfortable and and vicious and and how messy and and not clean like a real stabbing is so that when the player does it they really feel it, right? <sighs> and then you look at like the Doom Eternal devs and they're like, "Oh yeah, the reason why uh when you punch a guy 10 rib cages fly out is because we want it to be like really gory and cool and empowering, but we also want the player to have fun." 
So that's why we make it like almost Looney Tunes style. I think the best, like over the top. The best way I was I was playing Doom Eternal this morning, and one of the loading screens said, uh, "Was it Tyrant Tips? Uh, shoot it till it dies. Shoot it till it dies. Shoot the Cyber Demon until it dies, yeah. man. That's the tag. That's the tagline for Last of Us Two. <laughs> Tip: Shoot it till it dies. Feel sad and and, and like." <laughs> You know, you go do a glory kill on a generic zombie, and you do, like, a fucking wrestling move on it. Don't, but don't you feel bad for your actions, though? When you play the Doom... Isn't that what you're meant to feel when you play the... Doom Eternal's great. <laughs> Doom Eternal's incredible, because it is... It is... It is... One, it's great. But, one, it's probably the most violent game I can think of right now. Um, And the violence makes you feel not bad at all. And I would even say it's probably appropriate for, like, young teens or, like, maybe even earlier because, like, the enemies are never portrayed as anything other than, like, faceless raw evil. And then you're, like, you're ping-ponging them like like uh, like a pinball machine. And it's, it's, it is a cartoon. In its it is absolutely cartoon violence. Doom Eternal is um one of my game of the years. It is astonishing. It is just um nonstop fun. Absolutely every second of it, I loved. Um, and like you get the berserk power and oh, you just punch a guy's head off. And what do I do? I go ha ha yeah, I punched it. Yeah, I clap like a baby. <laughs> I clap like a child. I have fun. Uh, and it, it, it is absolutely. Hey man, you know what Doom Eternal isn't? Go on. Deep. You might be right. It is all. It is. It is laughably shallow. I never. In its I never. Emotional range. I never kill like <laughs> a demon in Doom Eternal, and then a bigger demon comes along and goes, "Clive, you were my friend. My boy. That was my boy. <laughs> you were my friend, Clive the Demon. I. I don't go. Hmm, that's a shame. I. Oh, Last of Us Two. You silly. They shit. got Clive. No. What are we gonna do? Oh God, what what a what a what a crazy day the COVID months have been. What all the fun and games we've had. Also, to top off uh, the end of our Last of Us thing, I'd like to just say hmm. Neil Druckmann sucks ass, <laughs> and Amy Hennig is way better as a director than he ever has Ooh, been. Hmm. A bold statement, and a writer, especially as a writer. Hmm. Okay, well, fair enough. That is a that's a that's a statement. Certainly is. I feel like uh, I I actually haven't played the first Last of Us, and now I now I won't. It sounds horrible to say. I, I don't... oh, it's actually really good. I believe you. <laughs> I do. I honest to god believe you. I've heard it's really really good, but it's the kind of it's it it's giving me the Game of Thrones effect where I'm like, well, it all leads up to this. Hey, you want to hear something fucking awesome? Go on, Neil Druckmann, mm. who is like, oh man, we're doing such a good job with Last of Us. We got we we got our got our gay characters we got a lot of female characters we got mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of characters in like relatively poorly represented minorities right yeah, yeah yeah and then it's like oh we're doing it and it's like what was the original idea for last of us again neil was it a game called mankind in which literally every woman on the planet was a bloodthirsty monster and you had to kill them all is that true? Oh yeah, it's called Mankind. Does a tech he does a, like a TED talk or a GDC about it? Oh my! And he's like, God. yeah, we didn't do it because it was actually really misogynistic. And it's like, you really? <laughs> you think? I do. <laughs> and then you went on to like run out your your female boss out of the company because she was more talented than you. <gasps> 
dude, you're re- you're oh mm. man, you're so good. Oh. See, I didn't know. I didn't know any of you. You're informing me. One of one of the things that always drives me crazy is people that pretend to be nice but are actually scum. You see, it's funny because you're saying all this, right? You're saying all this, and then I'm gonna go to bed later, and I'm gonna play Dragon Quest Eleven, and I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna talk to Silvando, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's a damn good character, and I didn't need to. And Silvando's gonna be like, bros, you want to wear some dresses? And you're gonna be like, hell yeah. Yeah. And I don't need to slam his face into the concrete for me to feel that. I can just be like, yeah, you know what, Silvando, you're dope with me, buddy. And I play One of the, one of the funnier it. things that I'm thinking about when I'm going through P5 is like this like this this really low level of like Joker keeps trying to put on dresses. Isn't isn't P5R just the best? Oh, is it? It's... Isn't it like nice when you like hang out with your friends and you go on a little adventure and you're like, haha, we're, I... we're stealing. Wow, I've been wee- I've been streaming. Music. I've been streaming that game like I, so I, I've streamed like thirty four hours of it so far. And yeah, me, me, you, uh, German spy, epic name, bro. Everybody just suddenly just jumped on it once I, we all discovered that. Yeah, I, I've been the, um... the fucking. Uh, P5 threats were fucking limp dick, worthless shit. Yeah. I, I, I've been uh, raiding a German spy um, every single time I finish, because he's always streaming whenever I pop on. Because so. he's always streaming. Yeah, and then literally it's a case of like, oh, here he is. Oh, Clemps! And I'm like, haha, it's me! <laughs> um, but yeah, no, P5R. Um, baton passing at the very beginning. Absolute sex on a plate. Um, just the best. Uh, all of the new inclusions, I- I'd argue that Maruki is a- Yeah, I finally hit the part where I'm starting to see a lot of the new stuff, and it's like, ooh, nice. Yeah, like, like the- the counselor, Maruki, um, feels like he's been there from the very beginning. He's- he's, like, we- I hate him so much. Do you really? I hate him so much. I love him! Why'd you hate him? Because I actually went to school for psychology. Ah, oh, is it- to be fair, he's not doing his job very well. Every single thing he says is, like, pseudoscience, feel-good, the secret, like, piles of, like, hippy-dippy garbage. I I still like him. It is upsetting. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry for liking it. It is so upsetting. What do you think about, um, Kasumi so far? Let- let let me- Oh yeah, please, go on, go on. I love him as a character. Okay. I hate him as a person. Because that is a real person. That is, I have run into those people. Oh, okay. And they drive me crazy. 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 Oh, boy. Oh, Maruki. What if you just, like, what if you just, like, really strongly felt that you weren't abused? Thanks, man. Thanks, Maruki. Good. Mm. Another job well done. (laughs) Social link up. Yes. Oh, yeah. But no, again, like, um, just... Yeah, uh, P5R, um, great. I, I am, I'm- Sumi's great. I like her, I like her ribbon. Yeah. And I was fucking stoked when one of the first dialogue options in the game is, I like your ribbon. Right? She, she's good. I like the fact that Haru got a little cutscene earlier. Uh, nice to see, like, nice to hear Xanthi win again. Um, Xanthi is a- Laura, good job. Laura Post is doing Kasumi, by the way. Good job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, excellent. God, the voice actors in P5R. Like, just all of them. It's like a tour de force of of just good shit. (laughs) It really is. That's right, Sakamoto. Hey, now. We don't don't mention that. (laughs) That is not those people's fault. No, it is not those people's fault. That is whoever their director was. Made a decision. What about, uh... (laughs) Oh no! I, I was correcting the screen. That was uh, was it Jose? 
and a lot of people are like, isn't it isn't it Jose? But then people are saying that it's like the Portuguese pronunciation of. Apparently, it is like the Portuguese pronunciation. Yeah. So now I'm like, eh, fair enough. You know, fair dues, fair dues. Ask to which we will then um, decide to take our pitchforks to Portugal and Brazil and be like, stop that. <laughs> I actually love Jose, by the way. Um, he's so. Inoff- I have met him once. He's so inoffensively cute, and I love the fact that he says like, "Hey, pretty lady," to Arn, and he's like, "Ah, ah, you're nice." Yeah, good kid. Yeah, I only have one problem with P5R, and that's like, dude, I I tend to keep a more varied stream schedule than just drill down on something, and it's like that game is infinity long. You have like, a you have a stream schedule. <laughs> when did that happen? Well, you know what I mean. Like, you know, I stream four or five days. A week, <laughs> I feel yeah. I feel It's yeah. just like even even me. Like, I'm only streaming it like uh, one week. Uh, one sorry, one day this upcoming week because yeah. uh, I'm mixing some stuff around. Sure, sure. But it's like even when I was streaming it like three, four times a week, it's like man, progress on that fucking game is slow. I kind of love that. Um, the fact that I can make like a two-hour-long stream and I've only just like finished a few social links and maybe gone into Mementos once, and that's like a two-hour stream, and I'm like, damn, this game is long. But it gives me the, good the way that. Mm, Sorry, 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 after you. Oh, okay, okay, good sure. Um, it gives me great streaming content. It does, and people people love it. Like, the the feedback I'm getting back from it, people really do seem to enjoy, like, you know, playing. And again, it's it's also a great game just to sit and talk to chat to. Because, um, you know, like, there's a there's a bunch of obviously, like, spoken dialogue that you have to read, but, you know, a lot of time in Mementos, you can just sit back and vibe with the chat. Um, this is a great, great streaming game, really. It's a... Uh, it's just wonderful. I, I'm glad I paid full price it's for very it. Very chill. Yeah, really, really chill. Um, just super good. I've also found that the royal editions, uh, combined with like t- easier time management, may and the changes to mementos make that game really easy. Yeah. Like on normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am really high level compared to everything and i am not really grinding like i even normally would in a game from what i've heard like i'll finish the stream and like you know you'll get all the way to the end of the palace yeah and then i'll grind for like i don't know like two three hours over like a couple days yeah and it's just like oh well i'm gonna stop this shit i'm i'm trying to get through the game um you know i I try not to linger in one place for too long so i'll grind for a little bit of mementos but then i'll I'll make some progress because uh I kind of feel like it keeps the challenge fresh. Um, you know, so that way I fight bosses at the intended level, so it's a bit more, you know, it's a bit more of a challenge. But if I was playing it by myself, yeah, I'd be <laughs> I'd be level 99. Well, the one of the main reasons I'm doing that is that I'll finish the stream and be like, "Oh, we reached the end of the palace." And then like I can load up the next stream and be like 10 levels higher and that way like there is no slowdown at all. You know, yeah, it is that's just true. Like, that's true. Just like just fucking zoom. You know, I forgot about how genuinely unlikable Makoto was when you first meet her. I'm so glad she Oh, has, she's terrible. Yeah, she has like the best change. Like when she she's like a horrible narc. Yeah, it's like when her and Ahn go into go into the student council room and they're like, "I'm sorry." I'm like, "Oh, brilliant i like you now <laughs> it's just like such a great shift can you help me get your sister's number yeah please i beg of you <laughs> she's very very nice oh man but you know what we have just hit at least on my audacity it's probably going to be a bit shorter when i trim things down we've just hit over two hours so i am going to say you know what we've had some good chats today 
uh, had some good giggles. I've enjoyed my time, and I hope you have too, Pat. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, no. Hmm. Well, that just won't do, will it? Hopefully, on the next. Nah, <laughs> man. It's always funny because, like, you, I ask you, it's like, hey, how long is your podcast usually? And you're like, I don't know, like an hour and a half. And then invariably, um, because of the time zone difference, uh, we start later than you usually would. Yeah. And then we gab for like an hour plus. Well, it's because it's... And then, hmm. you know, and then we do the podcast and the podcast goes long. It's true. That's because I like you, buddy. I was about to say, it's because I like talking to you, Pat. I enjoy it. I enjoy the conversation. Sometimes I, <laughs> I actually forget, like, I'm recording sometimes. I'm like, oh, shit. So I guess if, if that's proof that this is a natural as hell conversation, then there we have it. I like talking to you, uh, Buns, who I should talk to more often. She's great. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Fox yeah. Kid, I've been talking to a lot lately. Obviously, Susie. Oh, yeah. Been, and and I think about, like, man, all you guys are so positive. <laughs> <laughs> We're feeling... I feel, I feel like, like an old man YouTuber, if that makes any sense. Sure, Because sure. I'm just like... Because everyone's like, oh, wouldn't that be great? I'm like, yeah, but it, it won't, and it'll suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like a what's you? You're you're you of a darkness to my light, Pat. We equal each other out. Oh, fuck off your kingdom of hearts. <laughs> As DMC, my friend, devil may cry for your dark soul will light. Remember that? That was that was. Yeah. Was that before kingdom remember, hearts? Yeah, I remember like like staring dumbfounded at like, dude, that's your mom. It was a uh, that was a uh, that was a funny game. <laughs> it was very strange. Mother, indeed. You know, I guess, I guess before I, before I end, one real quick thing. Do you remember, like, the old Newground, car- Newgrounds cartoons? Um, one in particular, The Decline of Video Gaming? It was a classic on Newgrounds. Um, I loved it to death back in the day. And the, in their, their little cartoon, I think one of them has actually gone on to develop games now. Uh, they're all doing pretty well from what I've heard. Um, yeah, like, they, they, they mentioned how, like, Oh, uh, you know, they're all like a bunch of British lads as well. Like, ah, oh, Devil May Cry. I'd love to play that game if it wasn't so rare. And then they have it like on this big pedestal and like, oh, take a picture, take a picture. And I remember seeing it once. <laughs> I, I was a kid at the time and I, I saw it in a in a store. And I was like, oh, mom, because <laughs> I was like, it's the rare game. And then it turns out it wasn't that rare at all. I was like, you, you duped me. I don't understand why they said that. I feel like it must have been something within their friend group. And they were like, oh, it's such a rare game. Got to put it in the cartoon. And then it's just, in reality, it's just like, yeah, you can just pick it up at like CEX or just like a, like a game, sh- like a GameStop or whatever for like 10 quid. It's just like, whatever. I don't know. Little things like that. It's just funny. Decline of video gaming. Classic. Well, that's hilarious. So I just took a look at it and they're making fun of Metal Gear Solid 5 for having like an old snake in a mobility scooter. Oh yeah. They predicted it. And th- when did this fucking come out? No, fucking that is yeah, two thousand four. Yeah, that is, oh, that is wow. yeah. They they dead ass predicted that shit. That was like a whole <laughs> thing where people were like, oh, they got it right, and they actually guessed it, and it was it was hilarious. I remember when that when that whole thing happened, and people were like, the decline of video gaming, they're like profits. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, I loved that. Yeah, no, um, it's uh, it's definitely a blast of a pass. I guess if you want to have a little like look back into early 2000s Newground stuff that, uh, you know, especially with, like, video game culture, Decline of Video Gaming is definitely a, a blast in the past. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, look, I'm, I'm, I'm yabbering on, so I'm gonna bring things to a close. Pat, 
tell people where they can find you uh, outside of Twitter, etc. Okay, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at uh, whatever the website thing is, slash Pat Stares At. I also occasionally help out Peach Saliva on her streams at twitch.tv slash Peach Saliva. And I'm also one half of the podcast Castle Super Beast, which you can check out at Monday afternoons Eastern at twitch.tv slash Castle Super Beast. Or after the live show, you can download the podcast on your podcast thing of choice. Very nice. All right, sweet. Awesome. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, I I hope you're all you're dealing with this uh, the strange COVID stuff well. And hopefully if you're listening to this in the future, it's all just a just a bad dream. And it's all gone away. That, that's what all we can hope at this point. So yeah, please guys, stay safe. Um, and I will see you all in the next video. See you later, guys. Have a good one. Bye.